well, what is my market opportunity or how do I actually research the market as a whole? So can you touch on kind of uh, the different angle that you guys are looking yeah. at the data? Because honestly, it's nothing like what I've seen before. <laughs> Welcome to the Post Purchase Pro Podcast. This is the only podcast that dives deep into post-purchase marketing to help Amazon sellers increase sales, ranking, reviews, and profits. It's everything that happens after the initial sale that makes a difference. We call this the back end. This is the Post-Purchase Pro Podcast, and today we have another very, very special guest, Scott Needham. Scott is a longtime Amazon seller himself, entrepreneur, um, and he's also the founder of Smart Scout, which is an amazing tool that we're going to be um, talking about some today because honestly, Scott, when you kind of unveiled this to me um, a couple months ago, it blew my mind. I've never seen anything like this at all. Um, we're going to be getting into your background and all of all of it. But for now, Scott, let's start at the very beginning. Um, how did you become the Scott Needham of today? Where did you start? And uh, bring us bring us up to date, Scott. Sure. Thanks for uh, having me uh, uh, on the show. Uh, so my background, uh, computer engineering, you know, I spent way too long in school uh, learning about things that I don't use completely today, but I did learn how to program. And so while I have been selling a lot uh, for a long time on Amazon, it's actually always from the capacity of a software developer. I was either building, you know, automation uh, and inventory management because in 2012, uh, there were no tools. There was no community. There was no like, you know, so we kind of had to build things from scratch. Uh, my brother was scaling a wholesale business to uh, over, uh, I think when I joined, it was already at 8 million a year and then got it to, we, we, we built it to about 50 to 60 million a year. And with software, it actually was less stressful when we were bigger than like uh, when we were small. So a uh, big believer in technology and, uh, and using very, you know, very slight changes uh, to, to improve your business. Yeah, that's amazing, Scott. So you kind of came from the computer science world and, and the data world, right? And then yeah. you, you stepped into your brother's business where he was building a business and you got to see kind of the Amazon opportunity. Is that kind of where you kind of dipped your toes in? Yeah, um, I mean, uh, you don't spend a lot of time on Amazon to like see it as a huge opportunity. Yeah. Um, it's uh, like just the sheer number of products, the volume, and I was kind of hooked. Um, if you, uh, you know, most people can remember some of their first sales online. I think my first one was uh, the iPod Nano, I think like the fourth generation, they it was like the little skinny one didn't have a touch screen yet and they stopped making it all of a sudden um i was like okay here's an opportunity and i went around my town and i found like eight of them and i was able to sell them for 150 dollars more than i bought them so uh that feeling uh kind of like uh hooks you to e-commerce yes. <laughs> and uh, it's a good it's a good addiction it's kind of like a uh, uh, I, I kind of like a, a very new modern game. <laughs> yeah, Scott, that's so funny. I remember vividly the very first couple of sales that I got um, on Amazon as well, because it's like, this can work, but not only can it work, but it's like something that can happen that's bigger than me. It can happen while I'm doing something else. I, I took those sales while I was doing a different job, you know, so it kind of uh, expands your mind. So Scott, you you kind of jumped in with your your brother. It sounds like you guys were very, very successful but you were using software to kind of help you along the journey. And then 18 months ago, you kind of um, take a different 
trajectory and you uh, you start looking at some, building something else. So let's talk about Smart Scout a little bit, Scott. Yeah. So 2017, uh, small and light program. Uh, if you're familiar, it's like a, a it's an FBA uh, program for like where like they, they I think that the FBA fee is a dollar less for for like small and light products. And they finally got it right where like we saw an opportunity and we started selling, you know, we moved a lot of our wholesale business um, over to that. And um, I was fascinated with like what it could be, you know, if you could beat everyone else by a dollar on a, on a sale, like, you know, we were doing thousands of sales a day in through this program. And so I wanted to find, the, the best small and light opportunities because literally any product, if we could source it, uh, we could beat them. And so what I did is uh, started, uh, you know, just scraping, you know, category after category. And then I was like, well, I've got all this data, but I organize it in a way that like makes sense for us around, uh, you know, a brand. And it didn't take, you know, only took like two or three weeks uh, before I had like, I was like, oh my goodness, this is like a map of Amazon. And and then the more like I iterated on that, the more I was like, okay, this actually solves other different problems I didn't know I had, or, or I did, but I didn't know this would be a solution. Because um, it, when you're looking at Amazon, like there really are uh, hundreds of thousands of brands. And I wanted to know, what's the best brands to like, you know, that fit our ideal profile right now. And like, what can I do today? You know, of the, of the million brands, what are the hundred, what are the best hundred that like, I think yeah, that we can work with. So what we did is we took that huge data set threw on filters and then you can uh, really uh, find interesting things. So that's where it started. And I knew, um, if I was going to make an interesting tool, like we couldn't end there, we'd have to do some more and more things. And so uh, fortunately, we've, uh, you know, grown uh, our dev resources and uh, I actually am not programming nearly as much anymore. I got a team to help me out. Uh, but um, and, I mean, that's uh, that, that's just kind of the the origin story, as as you can uh, say. Yeah, Scott, so. I was actually um, on your podcast here several weeks ago. And before we kind of kicked the call off, you were just kind of showing me um, some of the things that Smart Scout could do. And and one of the things that like, you know, pops out at you immediately is, you know, you can, you're basically showing the store sales for Samsung, the brand, and you're selling the store sales for these huge stores. And you're like, you know, that's really interesting. Like I never would have like uh, been able to kind of calculate in my own mind, like that Samsung's doing it and you probably have it like uh, off the top of your head, but it's like $58 million a year or $250 million yeah. a year, something ginormous, right? But then it's like, okay, well, this could be really useful when you start looking at the markets as a whole and you could say, okay, well, I have this competitor in my niche um, and let's go and look at what they're doing as a store. Like, what is my potential here? What is my potential in this market? And then I know, Scott, how Smart Scout is a little bit different than than a lot of the other tools out there is, um, a lot of the other tools are are focused on like product research and things like that, but you guys take a different stance and you say, okay, well, what is my market opportunity or how do I actually research the market as a whole? So can you touch on kind of uh, the different angle that you guys are looking yeah. at the data? Because honestly, it's nothing like what I've seen before. 
Yeah. Um, it, a, a lot of times it's like a bird's eye view, you know, like say, uh, yeah, I, I love Jungle Scout uh, Helium 10. You know, they, they re revolutionized uh, and were some of the first very successful tools. And they showed a lot of products. You could just like see product and like, uh, and really kind of get lost in that data. But like, um, uh, I actually think there's a new power to be unlocked if you organize that data uh, into markets. You know, uh, like there's 40,000 uh, subcategories of Amazon and uh, some of them actually are kind of saturated and a lot of them aren't. And you wouldn't be able to figure that out until you really like jump in to see if they're like, you know, if I see a, a market that's dominated by like two or three players, I'm like, well, there could be some more uh, space here. Um, if when I start to see like, you know, 30 brands and each of them have like 1% market share, I'm like, okay, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll move on this. So we really take the bird's eye view, organize around a brand, organize around like the categories of Amazon and, and, um, Really, it's like every other week we expose like a new data point, which, you know, you can filter around and and and, and see uh, so something more. Um, and so on its own, right, like, well, I, I definitely built it with like the wholesalers in mind. But when it comes to like private label, um, it's a competitor research tool. And it's I'm going to be honest, it's, it's really good <laughs> competitor research. <laughs> Um, and because uh, you can you can really get lost and see what they're doing and um, to make sure, you know, uh, it's not necessarily that our estimates are like, you know, dead on. It's more about showing our work where we like, you're like, OK, they we have these estimates across these products and mm -hmm. like this is what we estimate the revenue that they're doing. We show the sales ranks. We show the, the, the reviews on each variant. Uh, stuff like that, that, you know, you, you can't, uh, you don't need to estimate because you just see it. Yeah. So Scott, I will um, echo your point. It is really, really good. Um, I've, I've uh, not been as excited about a tool um, as your guys is <laughs> in a really long time. And one of the reasons why is because um, you guys pull in so many data points about each individual seller and each brand. Um, and you can use that in so many different ways. So for instance, you, you can um, kind of pinpoint what is the seller's store sales? But you can also look at what are the seller's sales per product? And then you can also look at, well, where is the seller located? Like what's the physical address and what's the legal name of this business without having to do all this digging? Um, and then Scott, one of the things that we use um, in our business when we're doing product sourcing is we actually use that seller information to do a reverse lookup on the um, customs import records. And then we can kind of locate a supplier for a similar product. So you can use this data in all kinds of different ways um, as a private label seller. But Scott, what are you seeing since you guys have so much access to the data and you're serving a lot of sellers? What are you seeing? Like, where is having access to market research and, and um, competitor data? Where is that helping the most? Where are you seeing this fill kind of the gaps? Yeah. Um, so, uh there, there's two. I'll answer that in two ways. There's, there's one. Um, there's a lot of uh, agencies out there, uh, people or uh, launching products. Actually, kind of does this where the data isn't. It's not like you're going to like use that data to change your business, but it will defend your idea of like, okay, I, I, I see what the market is. 
I want to like change it in this way. So, um, and uh, agencies use it a lot because if they're pitching a client, you know, they want to show them like what the opportunity is. So um, that's uh, definitely something that like, I think we do better than anyone else. Um, where we are moving towards is more of the, the immediate action items, such as uh, the keyword data. We do have a tool inside that's called AdSpy, where we are tracking um, win rates on ad placements. Uh, so like, you know, say uh, on the search term pre-workout, if you're advertising on, on a, you know, like that drink pre-workout, you, Amazon will tell you, you know, how much, you know, impression share you're getting and all that, but they won't tell you who your competitors are and they won't tell you how much they're winning. So, um, and even down to the, like to, to the long tail keywords, uh, so you, you can see other people's marketing plans. Uh, you can see if they're investing in sponsor brands or sponsor brands video uh, or sponsor products, just kind of the mix that they do. Um, so you can uh, you know, use this to supplement your uh, marketing and advertising. Uh, we're doing more here. I literally just came off of the demo of uh, where we're going, where, uh, uh, we're, we're building uh, what we call a relevancy quadrant, you know, show you the most relevant keywords and then sort that by estimate search volume. So, uh, um, you know, watch out world. <laughs> <laughs> well, Scott, um, I've uh, been blown away by everything that you guys can do inside the tool. I know you guys have some free features that um, that sellers can check out, right? Like your your map tool, which allows you to see. Yeah. kind of uh, the sellers across the United States or across the world and kind of zoom in. Like I know you were kind of showing me, like if you zoomed into California, you can see like a visual representation of all the different sellers that are actually based in California, what they sell, their stores, their, um, their store volume and all that. So um, Scott, how should people um, look to engage you guys and to check out what you guys are doing? Yeah. Um, I mean, there is a free trial. We, uh, uh, when I launched, I didn't want to do a free trial. I was like, this is too much value up front. <laughs> and I didn't even have like a monthly uh, subscription. I was like, okay, you got to, you got to join me for a year if I'm going to give you all this data. But then we moved on and uh, smarter people convinced me. It's like, well, you got to give people a free trial let them uh, check it out. And uh, like that map, like, you know, you, you could jump in on it. Uh, I think we give people 15 minutes for free and I'll tell you a little secret. All you have to do is open up a, uh, uh, an incognito mode <laughs> you, you could keep using it um, and uh, so we're if anything I'm trying to do more of that more uh, value up front uh, yep. we even have some reports that like I don't think anyone's seen or heard of one report is um, we are showing every seller that's been suspended in the last you know few months so you know you, you can uh, uh we're showing a report on, you know, um, estimate advertising revenue by each brand. And the story there is Amazon actually advertises more on their own channel than anyone else. They are, are taking a ton of uh, placements, uh, which, you know, that's a conversation for another day. But, yeah. um, you know, we're, we're, we're trying to give more and more value. And there's a lot of ways to kind of jump into the tool. Uh, to do that. 
I love it. So I guess the best place to go then is smartscout.com. Is that right, Scott? Yeah, that's right. Perfect. So Scott, before we jump out of here, um, we, we like to ask um, all of our guests um, a couple of fun questions here at the end. So first and foremost, Scott, what is your favorite business book? Um, shoot. Um, actually, my favorite business is not... Uh, I, I've read Zero to One. I recommend that. Um, uh, Moneyball, super awesome. Uh, if you, you take the baseball concept yeah. that they have, it applies to so many other things. Um, I, I've, I've jumped all in on a podcast called uh, My First Million, and I've like listened to like 60 hours in the last like 30 yeah. days. Um, what I like about it is it's like a very business idea podcast, no politics. They're having fun. It's 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 my favorite. Amazing. So great recommendations. I can tell that you're a you're a data guy when you're recommending Moneyball. I, I like that the movie as well. <laughs> yeah. So so Scott, um, the last question here um, is a is an even uh, more fun question. Um, what is something that you uh, splurged on? You made the purchase, but you didn't regret it. Wait, wait, say that again. You you made a splurge purchase, but you did not regret it. Ooh, oh shoot. It can oh. be small or big. What is it, Scott? No question. Uh, one of my best purchases I've ever made um, in uh, 2016, I, a girl dumped me. And, you know, that's how you have to like rebuild yourself for a few months. Well, about the second month into it, I heard a story about someone having a convertible and I was like, okay, I got to go buy a convertible. And I found the least expensive convertible in the entire state. Uh, and it was $1,500 for a 1989 uh, Ford Mustang convertible. Um, it doesn't look special at all, but guess what? It drives around and uh, it's convertible. It's, it's, uh, I just can't believe that, you know, we get stuck in these like super expensive cars when you can get so much of that enjoyment for like less than $2,000. And, uh, you know, I've let my family drive it around and whatever. It's just like, loved it. I love it, Scott. So that's so funny. Um, for a long time, I always thought convertibles were something that I would never enjoy. Like I always, uh, I always kind of looked down on the convertibles, but then we rented this convertible Mustang and we drove through, we drove the, the journey from LA to Las Vegas and we drove through Death Valley in a convertible. And it was like the best thing ever. It feels like you're on a motorcycle almost, Scott. So I agree with you. Convertibles are awesome, especially convertible Mustangs. So Scott, this has been amazing. So before we jump out of here, um, any parting words of wisdom? Sure. Well, um, you know, I'll, I'll just say a, a trite expression, you know, um, it, but it's true and it applies to every single day is the idea of, uh, you know, working smarter, not harder. If you're working on the wrong idea, you know, it doesn't matter how hard you work. It's it's the wrong idea. Um, so uh, do spend some time to, to think about what is working smarter, you know, challenge what you're doing today to see if you can do it better. Absolutely. All right, Scott, thanks so much for, for joining us. I look forward to hosting you uh, on an upcoming webinar that we're going to be um, uh, rolling out here very, very soon. So for now, guys, this has been the Post Purchase Pro podcast with our very special guest, Scott Needham. Thanks, Scott. Thank you.